I know in the podcast that you do, you ask four very important questions. Why those four questions? So when I constructed the podcast, it was always about me exploring the meaning of life and me about understanding how people live life. And so the four quite the, I mean, it was originally three questions and it's morphed into four. So you've got the passion, success, contribution and meaning of life. And what I realized uh, as, as, I, as, goes, as life goes on, or as this process goes on, is that if more people could actually spend the time and answer those questions for themselves, they would lead a happier life. They would find, if, by answering those questions for each of us, it, it creates opportunity for a better world. So that's what I would like. That's what the podcast is about. It's, it's, I want people to start thinking about actually what they want, how they can get a better life or how they can get meaning of their own. So that's, I, I think the podcast has such an opportunity in that respect, but I, it's not about me and the podcast really. It's about those questions. If those questions became a thing, I mean, what would it be like if we put that into schools, into children's education, if we got them to, you know, to ask themselves early on, what are you passionate about now? Because passions can change. What is, what is success? What's been successful for you today? What was success today? Can you honor those successes? Or did you give people today in terms of contribution? Yeah, if we did that from very early on in life, wouldn't we have an amazing workforce, amazing people in the world? I think we would. And I remember seeing online a list of skills and attributes not measured in schools. And there were about mm. 50 of them that were, yeah. I think, you know, vitally important for human existence. Yes. And they were missing. And I think that just proves that as society, as human beings, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, we have got a bit, haven't we? Yeah, yeah there's, there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Right. But cool. there has to be progress after all. Oh, yeah, 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 well, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> right, fingers crossed. Yeah. But it does make you wonder. Like, I mean, that's what I, I notice is what's missing in the world in terms of um, in lit, literature and film and, and, uh, and story is we don't actually have any stories of the ideal society. We've never um, written any books. and I've never seen Hollywood do a movie of utopia. Well, isn't that because when we get what we want, we suddenly realize that we don't want it anymore? Well, I don't know. We, we seem to create movies around dystopian societies. We're quite happy to do that. And we, we're quite happy to create movies with guns, violence, and explosions and the other. But no one seems to make a movie that features or shows a sustainable economy, a sustainable world. I mean, I'm sure there must be a story you can weave around that. But we don't, we don't explore those things. The only one that ever came close to it was Star Trek. The, the original Gene Rodenberry Star Trek had a society that didn't use money. And in that society, the whole process or the whole objective of your, of your life was to live the best life you could, to live, to, to live and to express your skills and talents. And that kind of thing was quietly pushed aside as a standard um, 
commercial model was followed. And, you know, I, not that I, I don't have a problem with that. It's just that I think if we're going to move to a society which is more, more equal, more fair and more sustainable, we need to start showing people that it's not all sackcloth, sack, you know, sackcloth and ashes. It, it, there is a possibility here, but, but they can't see that if there's no films being made about it. That's true. It's also true that one man's pain is another man's pleasure sometimes. <laughs> so we, we have to be careful. I, look, my neighbor's idea of utopia is probably my idea of hell. And so, um, so I would probably distance myself from that and recommend a documentary by Joel Gilbert called There's No Place Like Utopia, where he takes different examples of people who have tried to create the perfect society or what they thought was the perfect society and how it all fell about fell about fell apart miserably at the end of the day now that doesn't mean we can't have progress it just means that we still need to have space for individual differences within the greater picture of things which i, I, think, I think that's true have. you do that i agree that's true we have to have space for individual differences and there has to be a space for individuality and people to explore that but we can't but, yeah, but the society we've currently created is creating massive diversion in terms of you know diversion of, from the top to the bottom and if that carries on the ultimate aim of that one is that the the top will become the ultimate elite and the bottom will become a subclass mm. if they're not already yeah yeah i mean that's a that that's a great point and you know within that is the conundrum and the problem of history of how mm. do we how do we maintain some level of balance i don't think personally that we can live without something at the top and without something at the bottom um, my experience of life says that 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 divergence of understanding is important for a complete picture or holistic picture of life however like everybody else on the planet, I don't want to see that divergence get even bigger than it already is. And so at the same time, I also don't want to impose any of my ideas on other people because of a, uh, I'm shit scared that I might actually be wrong when I think I'm right. Uh, but then I don't want to do nothing because that's not a solution either. So, you know, we're left with these, with, with these complex problems, which, you know, hopefully minds greater than mine come together. And, uh... Well, what happens, of course, that because the people like you who are idealistic, who, who don't want to impose their ideas, what happens is the people who are narcissistic do impose their ideas. Yeah. And so you end up with a, with a, a disproportionate society again, mm -hmm. where the narcissists uh, will determine that this is fine to do this and you know because it's all about me oh absolutely and uh, at the same time i think deeply personally i have to realize that there's there's a narcissist within me i think there's oh, a there, I think, is. there is but it depends how much you let them out to play isn't it um yes yeah and I think that I'm not in a position personally for me myself where I can actually judge whether or not I'm at the right place to do that. I think I probably need about another 20 years 
<laughs> of experience in order to see that more 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 fairly and because it'd be fascinating if you actually made politicians have to have some training around this sort of stuff mm, you can well, be a politician just by putting yourself on the line can't you but if they had to have training around personal development so that they recognize their own trigger points oh yeah oh yeah that the uh simple simple little things or even if that was in schools like the the ability to remain calm within yes. debate when uh, when points of friction or pain points appear yes. is is yes. is a highly underrated skill because society is very easily triggered as we know i get triggered i get triggered and i and and so i invariably i often get triggered and i and i will find myself writing something and i often i always write something and i look at it and go before i send that (laughs) am i triggered yes yeah and i often i I will often delete a post and then rewrite it again having had a breath Particularly when I'm playing my, my troll game. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and then there's that, there's that you, you want, I think we want our responses to be honest. I think we, we want our responses to be, to be open. And that triggered response is actually an honest response at that moment in time yeah but, but we, triggered is fine as long as there's no insult in there and sometimes yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's what i'm saying i mean that, that's that's what i'm saying it, it's us being honest but it's us being honest with our own honesty realizing that that's not a good thing at, yeah. this, at this moment in time which we can only get through reflection which is hard when you want to live in the moment because if you can't live in the moment you can't enjoy stuff because you know you, you end up you end up in the paralysis of analysis if you sort of start studying everything that that you are the react the possible reactions of everything that we could do are endless so um and yet we still have to act with care and consideration and kindness and these are all the great human problems and 